White Change Nation, and welcome back to something that we haven't done in a long time. That's right, it's another podcast here at Voices of Social Change. I'm Josh from up at Social Change Nation, and that is one of my favorite songs. It's a fun little note to bring you bring you back into the Voices of Social Change podcast starting here. Just another few seconds. Let's listen to the chorus here real quick. Here it comes. All right. Well, just thought I'd have a fun, uh, fun little intro song for us here today. As we do, like I said, something we haven't done in quite a while here, doing a podcast out here at Social Change Nation, another podcast under the Voices of Social Change umbrella. As I've talked with many of you who get my emails on a regular basis, we are redoing the podcast, and I'm, I'm hard at work at that. But what we're going to really do is bring you a new podcast every week that focuses on a problem that we see a lot of people facing as they're trying to get into social entrepreneurship, one specific problem that we've actually you know, worked with a venture and seen that this is a problem they encounter. And we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna work through that problem. We're going to answer a lot of your questions. Really, the bottom line is this podcast is going to be focused so much more on our community as we go out there and build businesses that build a dollar and a difference. And so we'll absolutely have some entrepreneurs come on the show, but instead of being an interview guest, they're actually going to be more of a co-host with me, and they'll work through a problem that they're actually facing in their business. So I'm really excited for that podcast. I'm, I'm working on that through the summer. Bear with me as, as we work that through. If you're tuning in and you're part of the podcast launch team, just want to give you a huge shout out and a huge thanks for that because that's going to be a really big part of it. Uh, we, we have, for those of you who haven't heard, we have a, a small team of people that I put together from the Social Change Nation community that are helping with that new podcast. And so really excited to have that crew on board. It's, it's a small but mighty team. And and we're just going to put out a really, really solid podcast that I'm really excited to, to get your way. If for some reason you want to be part of the new podcast and you haven't yet heard from me or, or told me that you'd like to do that, uh, we're definitely still open to that. Just shoot me an email at josh at socialchangenation.com and we can get you started. Let's see, today it's, uh, I think it's the 14th, <laughs> something like that, the week of the 14th of June. And so, you know, we still have another week or so before we really get rocking and rolling. So if you hear this in that period of time, feel free to fire me an email and would love to have you on the podcast team. But like I said, that's the new podcast that's coming out here middle to the end of the summer. But in the meantime, I wanted to just get back in front of the mic and and talk to you and and, and have a conversation with this community again because it's, it's something I've just... I've really been missing, and there's really no excuse <laughs> for me not being in front of the mic, so I'm back. So today, I want to talk to you about something that is, is just something that's, that's so common, and, and I'm hearing it so much nowadays that I really want to give you the tools and equip you for this situation, because if you're getting started in social entrepreneurship, it's something you're going to run into. And here's how the situation goes down. You're starting your business that makes a dollar and a difference. You're launching that venture to to solve the social problem that's near and dear to your heart, but also just make a great product or service that helps a lot of people. And while you're on that road, you run into friends and you tell them about what you're doing and inevitably the question comes up, so what exactly is social entrepreneurship? 
I mean, what is what does that mean? How do you define it? Or you know, is that social media? Is it something to do with nonprofits? I mean, these are questions I've heard, but they're questions that that so many of us that are getting started in this space have have heard. And I know because I've talked to a lot of people starting up, and it's it's just a common thing that we hear. I think there's just a lot of confusion around it. So today, I want to get real clear with you in terms of what we're seeing out there around the meaning of social entrepreneurship, and hopefully give you some ammunition for when you're running into those friends who are asking you about what you do, give you some things to, to say to them. So let's let's have a conversation about that. I'm just going to walk you through it. The first thing that you should know is there are lots of different definitions out there for social entrepreneurship. Um, so just be aware of that. They all are relatively similar. Some are kind of outliers, but for the most part, they're relatively similar. But just be aware that you'll, you'll run into a lot of different definitions for social entrepreneurship. And that's just because we're on the ground floor of this y'all and it's 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 a new field and there are pieces of this that we're figuring out it's exciting i mean you know it's 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 fun in a lot of ways being on the ground floor and and being able to lay the foundations of movement i know i've loved that i've, I've been in this really big time for the last two years but it's you know without even knowing what to call it it was a part of my career and my life for really my entire professional career since i was 18 and so so it's it's exciting but there's a lot of this that honestly we're we're still trying to figure it out. And if you're still trying to figure it out, you're not alone. So hopefully today I, I can help you uh, get get in a little more solid direction on that. So let me talk to you about the definition that we use at Social Change Nation for for social entrepreneurship. Here's what we say: A social entrepreneur is a person who creates a profit and purpose-driven organization in which the business and social missions run in tandem. Our social mission, therefore, becomes a key component of our marketing, our branding, and our success metrics. So that's the definition that we've used, that we, we have established through our interviews with social ventures all across the world. Um, again, you're going to hear variations of that, but that's the one we roll with, and we roll with it because we feel that it just best encompasses what's going on here with, with social entrepreneurship. But I want to dig into this a little more deeply with you today because one of the other things that I find is when I try to explain social entrepreneurship, one of my quick go-tos is I always I just use Tom's shoes as an example. You know, if, if people are like, what is social entrepreneurship? And I try to explain it and they still don't really get it. I'm like, well, you know Tom's shoes? And they're usually like, oh yeah, I know that company. You know, okay, yeah, where you buy a pair of shoes, you give a pair of shoes away. Well, that's that's social entrepreneurship. And that's true, but the truth is, when I say that, and I know you probably say it too, <laughs> uh, lots of us are guilty of that. When, when we say that, we really don't capture the full beauty of this movement. Because, yeah, there are, there are a lot of great businesses that are starting nowadays that, that use the buy one, give one model. And I think it's a really legitimate model, and it's definitely social entrepreneurship. But there are a lot of different ways that you can pursue social entrepreneurship in your business that are not under the buy one, give one model. And in fact, I would argue that for a lot of ventures, the buy one, give one model is actually a really bad fit. There are, there are better ways for them to do social entrepreneurship just because of the kind of venture they're running and, and the, the community that they want to serve. So let's talk about some of those different forms here now that, again, will just give you more ammunition as you, you work to explain social entrepreneurship and what you're doing every day to your friends. So the first type that I see happening a lot nowadays is this idea of 
a, a cause that is centered around a, a percentage of sales or some kind of set dollar amount that they're giving to their cause. Now, you might recognize this one because for years, major corporations have committed to donating a percentage of sales to certain nonprofits. Usually, it's something that the, the CEO has a lot of meaning for them or the, the founder of the company. They, they, they have this particular nonprofit that they love, and so they give a percentage of, of their profits to that nonprofit. Well, social entrepreneurs treat this model a little differently. And let me give you an example of that. It's, it's Mission Belt. Now, we've interviewed their founder on here before, and what Mission does is they sell a highly unique men's belt, and then for every belt they sell, they donate a dollar to Kiva. Now, Kiva, you've probably heard of it, but in case you haven't, Kiva issues microloans in developing countries. So, a family, right, that is living on less than a dollar a day, for them to save up enough money to, say, buy a cow or buy a farm implement, or, or something like that. I'm not going to say it's completely impossible, but it's virtually impossible, right, on, on, on that low an income. And so what that tends to mean, then, is they're really forced to just live on subsistence, just live day by day. So for a family like that, a loan in the amount of $50, $100, it allows them to buy a farm implement, allows them to buy a, a work animal. And this is just one example, but that amount of money that's you know, relatively small for us in the developed world can make all the difference for that family because that then allows them to engage in economic activity that allows them to make more than a dollar a day. And, and I'm simplifying it, but that's basically what it means. A micro loan is a loan that for us, it's a small amount of money, but in another place of the world, it's a really, really big amount of money that can change, big amount of money in the sense that it can change somebody's life. And generally speaking, people are able to pay those back very quickly, very easily. Kiva has very generous terms, so it's not like they're, they're, you know, holding anybody over, um, and, and, and really holding them out to, to make them pay. But but they have about a, like, a, microloans generally have like a 97% repayment rate. It's huge. Anyway, I'm, I'm rambling a little bit. But microloans, very, very good thing as far as I'm concerned. Small amount of money for us, loaned in a country where it makes a big difference in people's lives. Kiva has done that for a long time. They're really good at it. They're really passionate about what they do. They're a great nonprofit. Mission Belt. For every belt they sell, they give a dollar to Kiva. Now, what that means is because the dollar is loaned, and they have a very good repayment rate, that dollar is then repurposed again and again and again as loans are repaid and reissued. Now, for Mission Belt, this story, it's not just some sideline thing. It's a key part of their brand. I mean, it's in their name. You know, the mission part of Mission Belt? I mean, that's their mission, <laughs> giving to Kiva. So each belt sold actually features a story of someone whose life, a family whose life was changed by a Kiva loan. And their motto actually is buy a belt, feed a family. So that's an example where it's not, it's not exactly a buy one, give one. I mean, you're not buying a belt and then they're giving a belt away, right? But, but it, it has a, a social cause that is so deeply woven into the fabric of that company that you really can't separate the two. And, and I know the founder personally. <laughs> He's an awesome guy. And, and entrepreneurship, especially in developing countries, is near and dear to his heart. And so for him... Mission Belt really wouldn't exist without that social cause. And side note, by the way, and I really mean this, if you're looking for some really cool belts, like like the belt you wear around your waist, Mission Belt has some amazing ones. I mean, first of all, they have a really cool technology where their belts don't have holes. They just zip into place, like, you know, perfect fit every time. I don't know if, if any of you have this problem, but for me, all the belts I seem to ever buy, like, you know, they had holes. And I wanted the whole 
to get the right fit. I wanted it to be like in between two holes, right? They hadn't cut the hole that I needed. But Mission Belt, it just zips right into place. So it's really cool. I own four of them. They're great. So I'm, I'm not just saying that. Like, I Honestly, it's, now that I think about it, it's really the only belt I ever wear. Uh, I have one dress belt that's a regular buckle. But other than that, uh, Mission Belt is the only belt I wear anymore because it's a great belt. And they have a great cause and they have a great story. So that's a great example of this idea of having a percentage of sales or set dollar amount, which again is another form of, of social entrepreneurship. Okay, so here's, here's another thing that we see a lot of companies doing. A lot of companies nowadays have, have multiple causes that they're serving. So this is an emerging trend that I'm seeing in social entrepreneurship where ventures will craft a brand that addresses multiple social challenges. To be honest with you, this can be really, really tough to execute well. Uh, So you want to make sure that this is something that you've really thought out and it really fits your business and your social mission like a glove. Now, there are some companies that have pulled it off beautifully, and I'm going to give you an example of that. Uh, Sword and Plow. They create a cycle of giving by repurposing military fabric into high-quality totes and handbags. They also hire veterans to make these bags. And then the last thing they do is they donate 10% of their profits to veterans initiatives. Now, the company is led by two sisters who have a long military background. And that's contributed greatly to their success. So what you see there is they're serving these multiple causes that have deep and, and personal meaning for them. But here's the most important thing. It makes business sense. right? They're repurposing this fabric. So they're saving money (laughs) on the fabric that they need to get. They're hiring veterans, which makes sense for their mission. And they are also, I would imagine, hiring relatively skilled craftsmen. Um, And then they're donating a percentage of those profits back to military initiatives. So these things are all really intertwined. And they're serving, really, you know, I said multiple causes, and they are, but... In a lot of ways, they're, they're, they're serving one cause in multiple different ways. I mean, they're, they're helping veterans in multiple different ways. And they're trying to address multiple facets of some of the issues that they see. So I love that about them. And we're seeing other companies do that. And I think it can be done really, really well. You just have to make sure that it makes complete sense for your company. You know, you don't want to, in social entrepreneurship, you never want to be reaching for your cause. Your cause should flow naturally from your venture and who you are and, and what you're wanting to do. And also to some extent, by the way, what, what makes business sense because you need to be able to sustain the impact that you're making. So, and we'll talk more about that on another podcast, but generally speaking, that's, that's true. Okay. So another, another type of social entrepreneurship that we see are companies that transform a community. Now, for me, this is one of the most exciting forms of social entrepreneurship because it, it allows you to tell your customers a story that they, they can really relate to. And I'll give you another example of, of this. I think a great example is yellow leaf hammocks. Now, yellow leaf hammocks, they're, they're exclusively devoted to this tribal community in Thailand. And the artisan weavers that yellow leaf employs, they were previously trapped in extreme poverty and slavery. And so by empowering these artisans to share their craft with the world, Yellowleaf has has shifted the trajectory of their lives. So the story of these communities was that, that like I said, they, they, were, they were essentially enslaved. They were like indentured servants. And the government had came in because their, their farmland had been destroyed through industrialization. And, and then a lot of the landowners had, had them kind of over a barrel, so to speak, and, and, and forced them into 
indentured servitude, essentially. Well, anyway, the government came in back in the 70s or 80s and, and came in and said, hey, no, you know, put a stop to that, and then retrained these, these individuals in a new uh, craft, because historically they had been farmers, trained them in weaving, and they got very good at it, and then started selling their woven goods all over Thailand. Well, the founder of Yellowleaf Hammocks just found those goods on a trip to Thailand, thought they were amazing, thought the hammocks were incredible, and so he went out like on a 20-hour taxi ride to the community connected with them and so they you know they were already they had been retrained in this skill what the founder essentially did was just then opened up new sales channels he brought the hammocks into the united states where they were very popular it increased the sales and increased the livelihoods of that community but that's that's his social mission you know there's not necessarily a percentage dollar amount given back or or, or things like that but the the idea is that the company is transforming that community is bringing a new livelihood to those people, to those families. It's, it's allowing them opportunities that they didn't have before. But here's the most important thing. That story is woven into every product that they sell. If you go to Yellow Leaf Hammocks, you can read the stories of people in that community, of their weavers. And it's, it's, it's just a central part of who they are. So I love this idea of companies that, that transform a community. Another one is Indosol. Uh, they, they're in Indonesia, and they repurpose junk tires into new shoes through a process that actually has been practiced for years in Indonesia. And, and through this work, what Indosol has done is they brought dignified employment to an Indo- Indonesian community that was, was sorely lacking it. So the key that I'm, I'm telling you with both of these companies is that they deliberately weave the story of the community that they serve into the story of their business. It becomes a core part of their brand. And that's really the key message that I want to highlight. And by, that, by the way, was the last main example of, of types of social entrepreneurship I have. But, but that's, that's what I want to, to highlight to you today is that what defines you as a social entrepreneur or what what should define you is that you are weaving your cause into your brand so intimately that to take that away, you wouldn't have a business because it's part of who you are. It's part of who your company is. It's part of, it's part of what makes the culture tick. And so that's what you got to have if you want to call yourself a social entrepreneur. And hopefully the, the, the tidbits that I've given you will again give you that, that fodder to <laughs> respond to your friends when they ask you that what is social entrepreneurship question. So that's pretty well what I have for us today. Uh, again, I'm, I'm Josh up here at Social Change Nation. Just glad to be back in front of the mic with you. Shoot me questions, josh at socialchangenation.com, and I can absolutely, absolutely give you a hand. Uh, excited for our new podcast, excited for everything that's ahead of us, but looking forward to here just the next few weeks. I'm just really going to get in front of the mic and just talk to you, and I'm going to run through some of the major points that I've heard people asking about and, and some of just the, the important foundational pieces of social entrepreneurship. So that was what I was doing today was just this what is social entrepreneurship idea and giving you some some answers to that. So I'm going to see, I have a little song pulled up. We've been having some challenges with the internet here. Let's see if it'll play. I'd love to close out with this song, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to. Oh, let's see here. Come on. I don't think it's going to play. Darn it. Well, so, unfortunately, I wanted to close this out in song, but I won't be able to today. <laughs> but I hope all is well, uh, whatever part of the world you're tuning in at. And we will catch you next week. I'm going to do a podcast next week. So we'll catch you next week right here at Voices of Social Change. Take care, everyone.